One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And welcome back to Mads World. As I've been housemate hunting lately for a new cohabitant, it got me thinking about how finding a new housemate is a lot like dating. You have the initial meeting, whether it's on FaceTime or in real life, which is a lot like a first date. You're trying to scope out their interests, their job and their background. And then they move in and you learn more about them and their habits. You spend more time with the people you live with than most others. And I think 2020 has proved this more than anything with everyone in and out of lockdown. So I did some research and I asked you guys about your housemate horror stories and you came back with some absolute crackers and based on some feedback from everyone, um, you guys wanted a little bit more discussion around all of the submissions because they can all, they could all have a podcast about themselves sometimes really. So um, I've invited my lovely friend Gemma, who's another Australian girl living in London to chat about everyone's submissions with me. And then following that, you will hear uh, an interview with my ex-housemate Zaya on some of our our housemate dramas of our own and the people we lived with there. So, yeah, enjoy. Welcome to the podcast, Gemma. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to do it like you. I've just heard it so many times. I just <laughs> <laughs> bit of an oh, inspo. <laughs> love that. Well, thank you for volunteering to be the soundboard for all of the submissions that everyone's gave um, for this week's episode. So let's just kick off. I'm going to do the voice altering thing that I normally do um, so we can differentiate between ourselves and the submission. So here's the first one. Okay. I lived with someone who was pro-ISIS and sent me ISIS recruitment videos. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Seriously, someone needs to see it, say it's sorted with that guy because I don't know <laughs> what the hell's going on there. How does one even recruit? I mean, are there pamphlets? Like how? Like imagine you're just sitting there on a night in with your flatmates and watching YouTube videos and one of them's like, oh, I've got a really good video. Let's all watch this. He pulls it up. <laughs> He's just Betting. searching in YouTube, ISIS recruitment. <laughs> and then everyone's like, oh, oh, not again. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a bit off the rails. I mean, I'm sure you didn't even need to report him. It's just a bit, you know. Bit kooky, bit crazy. Alternative. <laughs> Love that. All right, here's the next one. My flatmate assumed everything in the house was his, so once I woke up and had no underwear left in my closet. (laughs) I actually love this. I actually had a girl from work who had the same thing where her bra, like she'd go away on holiday, I'm not even kidding, she'd go away on holiday and people would borrow her bras, her underwear, jeans even, like there was no holds barred. Yeah, it was... 
free-for-all. I just don't think borrowing someone's underwear is something I'd want to do. Like, I don't want to be marinating in someone else's skid marks. It's just not marinating. Fun. That is such a... I don't like that. I don't like that one. I also don't love it. So the next submission, this one I actually can't believe. So... It's still a trauma of my life. My neighbours had killed their nanny and tried to burn her body in the garden. <laughs> what? This is like a podcast in itself. We need to do like a crime doco, like really 12-part series. <laughs> I'm just imagining, because I live in a block of flats, like you know, I can see down into the flats below me, imagining them just seeing a body burning. <laughs> oh my God, not that old man. Not that old man, please. He's like not a blessing man. to us all. I can't believe that when I first went to a house that he was there. He's a real person. He's a real man, and for everyone playing at home, if you don't follow me on Instagram and you haven't seen Old Mate, you won't understand. But yeah, he really kept me going through lockdown, just yelling out hello. And He's an icon. He's an iconic man. Oh, so here's our next submission. Poop on the floor next to the toilet. <laughs> How pissed do you have to be to just... <laughs> Put your bum over a hole and it turns out it's just the giant hole outside the toilet that is just just space, just just the universe. I actually had a breakdown. I had a breakdown when I saw poo on the floor one time. I was, um, I'm not, like, it was actually a, a mental breakdown, but I was in hospital temporarily for a car accident. And, oh um, and I know, it's a bit deep. Um, no, they, um, basically told me I could be out on the Friday and then they told me, sorry, we haven't done the paperwork. You'll have to go out on the Monday. And that day I'd gotten a new like patient in my room and it was an old lady and I went into the bathroom and lo and behold, there's a poo on the floor in front of the toilet. And then the, the nurse comes in and I have this full breakdown I was like there's poo in the toilet I need to get out of here someone get these papers I'm going now and they actually sorted out I swear half an hour it took it was just (laughs) the power of crying and it was it was Uh, wonderful that's no fun yeah one time we had a house party oh this just this just says a lot about the place that I've lived but um we had a house party and the next day I was putting the bin out down the chute and it wasn't going down so I used a broom to push it push it down the chute and then bust open the bin bag and poo just came out and I'm like someone's someone's took a shit in the kitchen bin like that is disgusting who are you inviting to your house I'm really I know I went in back into the house and was like right house meeting who's inviting over people who shit in the kitchen oh my god that's really concerning Um, I know I don't understand anyway (laughs) That's a whole other story. So this is our next submission. Hook is having breakfast in my kitchen after a service with my roommate. <laughs> I believe this was my own. No. <laughs> so what happened? I'm just imagining coming out and there's a couple of hookers just sitting there having a cuppa. You just want to sit down and share war stories with them, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> They've seen some things, but so have we. <laughs> mood we act like we're better but really we're we're really not we've probably seen more shit than they have probably and at least they're getting paid (laughs) all right here's our next submission had a male housemate use my razor and came home one day not at the usual time to find my razor and the shower covered in his hairs the guy was bald so one could only guess where the hairs had been shaved from 
No. I actually, yeah, I am someone who fears that my rays will be used at all times. Like, I genuinely. It's gross. It's just, it's so gross. It's it's a no-no. It's just a huge no. And, like, I don't even, there's nothing gross about hair. It's more just mm-hmm. just the idea of it, really. Yeah. So the next one. My French flatmate puts ketchup on pasta in front of me. Dot, 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 I'm Italian. So <laughs> this one I understand. I used to have an Italian housemate, but I do this. Here's oh, a little Maddie. recipe for you, Jim. Oh, no. <laughs> you I stir can't. the... <laughs> You stir the butter in. Get the nice one, like a lure pack. You stir the ketchup in. Use Heinz. We don't fuck with non-Heinz ketchups in my house. Only the best. You grate a bit of tasty in there. This is hungover cure. And then a bit of salt and peps, and you stir it around. Honestly, you'll never look back, Gem. It's delicious. Okay, I mean, I'm just going to say, originally I was going to say, I feel like this French guy is sending a message to the Italian. Like, this has to be. Like, he's looking him in the eye as he's squirting some some off-brand <laughs> ketchup. It's like the horse in the bed on The Godfather. Exactly. He's really <laughs> going for it. But I feel like with the butter, maybe, I mean, you kind of sold me a little bit. I mean, I've had mm. Vegemite pasta, so I guess it's Ooh. sort of the same thing. That's something. Also, are you annoyed that people pick up on the way that you say pasta here? Because, I mean, I can't tell you. They're like, sorry, what did you say? I'm like, it's pasta. Like, that's how they say it. They think you're trying to be posh by saying pasta. And it's like like people in London won't say grass or path or whatever, but they'll say grass and path. And I'm like, yeah, pasta. Um, All right, so here's our next one. During the pandemic, a guy I was on a date with said his housemate invited over a whole orgy during corona lockdown. <laughs> so, few things to unpick here. Um, first of all, what the fuck? Second of all, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't see anything wrong with this one, Maddie. I just, what, sorry, did I miss the punchline? Or <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have to go soon? You've got an orgy in yeah. the next 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. So that one, like, not only is there a super infectious, deadly disease going around, it's also just not that cricket to bring over a bunch of people for an orgy without any notice. It's quite rude. Yeah, I barely, like, during peak COVID, I mean, I'd barely even have any interaction with my Sainsbury's delivery driver. Like, I was genuinely (laughs) mask on, sanitizing everything. Like, I can't imagine the (laughs) level of fear. Let's hope that they're at least doing COVID safe sex positions. Like, you know, no face-to-face contact, no breathing on each other. Maybe there were some masks on vibe. Maybe there was a lot of Purell stations around the house as well. (laughs) (laughs) yes just little pump packs left around (laughs) oh god all right so here's the next one i had a housemate who was shagging five different girls weekly the same five literally five timing them so that would put you in quite a dilemma wouldn't it having to say hello being like which one are you again (laughs) yeah that's just um i mean how does he keep up honestly i can't even remember so i always say to molly when she has over all of her and she's got a lot of different girlfriends and i feel like a dad and she's like you've met this one like five times maddie remember her name and i'm like (laughs) what like i've never met this one i swear they come in they're like hi so good to see you again I'm like girl you all look the same 
I love that you can sort of somewhat get away with it though. Like you're somewhat yeah. getting away with it. They're like, oh, Mads, don't mind her. She's just, you know, she's in her 50s. She's fine. Like, you know, <laughs> they're treating you like you're. Like I'm senile. Yeah. Or you're like just not like, you know, it's like when old people just get away with so much more. And I feel like you're in that bracket somehow, even though you're not old at all. I know. I'm literally 27. Molly's 23. Like I'm not, I'm not senile. Like this not is what yet. my dad does. He's just, he knows like two friends from school and the rest of them's like, oh yeah, I think I, I think I know that one. Oh. Anyway, so the next one. My housemate smelt like off cheese and used to stand at my closed bedroom door and talk to me through it. So, no, that's not a vibe. This person also told me that that same housemate was stalking them, so that's that's not really a vibe. I don't think there's anything, any excuse for bad hygiene, like really, especially cheese. Like you don't want to smell like cheese. That's one thing you don't want to smell like. Like love cheese but not on people. So this is our final submission. My housemate left a big poo in the toilet, and when I asked her to sort it out, she said, you can't tell me what to do, you're not my mum. <laughs> I love I love the intensity. You're not even my real mum slams the door. <laughs> I just don't know. Like, First of all, why would you want to leave a big poo in the toilet? And second of all, how old is this person that her mum is still telling her what to do? Like... <laughs> You're not, you can't tell me what to do. You're not my mum. She's the only person who tells me what to do. Like, <laughs> She's the one who tells me to flush my poos. How dare you, the audacity. <laughs> yeah, the nerve on you to tell me to flush my poo. <laughs> <laughs> That's my mum's job and her job only. <laughs> Exclusive to mum. <laughs> Well, that's all of our submissions. So thanks so much, Gemma, for being a soundboard for these nightmares we've had through from everyone. And up next is my chat with Zaya, my ex-housemate and friend, to talk all about our experience of living together. So, yeah, thank you for joining joining the show, Gem. No worries. I'm honoured. Hello, Zaya. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm all right. Um, it's really fun to be interviewing you because it's been so long since we lived together. So just for a bit of background info for the people at home, let's kick off with our speed date round. So how did we meet, Zaya? We were my housemate. I know. We were the favourite housemates ever, weren't we? So. OGs. The OGs. So when um, you first moved in, I was coming back from a holiday in Bali and spending a bit of time at home. And then I moved in and the lovely Zaya was living there waiting for me. <laughs> and the first time we met, I was I like woke up in the morning and um, I knew you'd come home that night and you, you were with your like ex at the time. And <laughs> you were like, both butt naked in bed and I like <laughs> ran upstairs and I was like Maddie it's me I'm your housemate <laughs> so nice to meet you <laughs> and I would have been like g'day jet lagged and naked how are you <laughs> and I was like I'll see you later I've got to go to work <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't remember that I was probably way too jet lagged you not that's awesome um all right, well, Fab, so that's how we met and how long uh, have you been in a relationship, in your current relationship? Mm, 
just over three years now. Just over three years with the lovely Matthew. You love him. I love Matthew and he always <laughs> used to come and visit us when you lived in London and we yeah. had a dog in the house yesterday, a little sausage dog, and it was giving me nice memories of when we had Matthew's dog. What was its name? Alfie. <laughs> we had massive Alfie come and stay as the fifth housemate in in the Hoxton house. He's like a staffy, but he's like this jacked up staffy. He's <laughs> just crazy. He's like... <laughs> Oh, yes. So three years now. So that's lovely. And previously, how often would you say you go on dates or were you not really the dating type? Mm, I was quite the dating type really before. Were you? Yeah. What's your usual type? So I know you're with Matthew now. Would you say he's your usual type? For sure. So like a tall blonde boy. (laughs) I love when um, boys can get like rosy cheeks. (laughs) Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. <laughs> is, this, is this why you fancy Lightning McLean from the movie Cars? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I love him. Dave's got a fetish for Lightning McQueen from the movie Cars. So, um, yeah, I think that deserves its own episode is weird things you're attracted to. 
<laughs> we can come to that next time. But, but yeah, let's definitely have a nice little, let's do an episode soon about weird things that we fancy that aren't humans. Um, cool. So what would you say the best thing about being in a relationship is? Hmm, this is nice. Just that you can have, like when you get some news and you can tell someone about it or just having your little companion there that's with you all the time. (laughs) I do absolutely love that. So I think that kind of tides us over um, now that we've finished speed round. This tides us over well to what I wanted to talk about with you on today's episode. So we're going to talk about how searching for a housemate and living with housemates who you spend a lot of time with is a lot like dating and the, the parallels that exist there. So I think we should start with when you and I moved in together and we lived with another two guys. Um, One of them was the lovely Miles, who I'm sure we'll hear from eventually on the podcast. I know. And another one um, who we can rename, let's call him Charlie. Okay. (laughs) For the purpose of the podcast, we're going to rename him Charlie. So Charlie was an interesting character. He was a lovely guy, but he had his certain... Um, interesting traits that you and I didn't quite align with. So I think we should kick <laughs> off with, with a story that you and I both know very well and it's quite a tale and it's what I refer to as the mousecapade. <laughs> there was one Saturday morning, I woke up at maybe 11 and there was a message in the group chat and it said, guys, we've got some bad news. So I opened the message and it was sent three hours before by the lovely Charlie our housemate and it said there's a mouse in the cutlery drawer I'm like (laughs) okay (laughs) all right uh cool that's what you get in winter it's quite common I was like it's okay guys now that the mouse is gone we can all relax we'll just have to be really vigilant from now on no leaving bread out all that sort of thing and he replies he says oh it's not gone and (laughs) I'm like what do you mean it's not gone it's been three hours surely you've gotten rid of it by now oh no I'm at the gym (laughs) Okay, so so where is it then? He's like, oh, it's in the drawer. I just closed the drawer when I saw it. I'm like, okay, so you've just left left a mouse in the cutlery drawer, closed the drawer and said that's someone else's problem and then gone to get shredded. Is that what you're telling me? He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, so are you going to go get a mouse trap? Oh, yeah, I guess I can get one on the way home. Okay, bring one home with you. There's a pound land in the street. Get a few different types. They're, they're only a pound. Just go and, uh, yeah, get a mouse trap. Okay, we will do. Comes home later. Hey, have you got the mousetrap? No, no, no. I'm like, okay. Are you planning on getting one? Yeah, I've bought one on Amazon for eight pounds. It's a humane one. I'm like, okay. He goes, I need you to transfer me two pounds. <laughs> and me and Zara are like, yeah, nah. <laughs> so then the thing is though, whenever he like just always eat our food, like never even think about, not, it's not even like paying us back, but he wouldn't share his food and he ate gross food anyway. It wasn't. Yeah, we're not even wanting to borrow that food. Like, I'm sorry, but it's a no from me. So he asks us for two pounds for the mousetrap. And me and Zaya are just kind of like, you've got to be joking. And Miles is straight up like, that's not happening, bro. I'm not paying him two pounds. So the time comes around for bills. Miles says, all right, guys, everyone, it's 45 pounds for bills. And he transfers Miles for the bills and says, it's 43 pounds 50. No. <laughs> 42 pounds 50. I can't do that. 40, fuck, 43 pounds. He transfers miles, 43 pounds and says, 
Hey, mate, I've just transferred you 43 just with the two pounds deducted from the mousetrap. <laughs> Miles is just like absolutely raging at this point. Me and you were like, I'm not, I'm not fucking doing it. I'm not doing it. I just won't, I won't stoop that low. Anyway, we get the mousetrap, we put it under the sink and we put a little bit of peanut butter in there for the mouse to, to nibble out and then go and get trapped in the mousetrap. Obviously, it doesn't fall for that trick and it doesn't go in the mousetrap. The mouse is still there. We're finding <laughs> overnight there's loaves of bread that have been nibbled through. There's crumbs flying around. I'm like, okay, this is getting too much. And then I want you to take over the story from this point when you're laying in bed and Charlie comes to the door and knocks on the door. And what does he do? So this is what happens. I came home from work and I just sat in my bed because I lived in the room downstairs and everyone else yeah. lived upstairs. And all I heard was like this running down the stairs, like, <laughs> I was like, oh God, what is this? And then he knocks on my door, he goes, um, Zaya? And I was like, oh God, what? And he was like, um, can I just see you for a moment? <laughs> okay. So I came out and he was like, so earlier I just going to check on the mouse and see how the mouse trap's doing. And he opened the cupboard door. He was like, I saw that I saw a mouse got freaked out and slammed it shut I was like what the hell what are you doing so it's still in the cupboard he was like yeah yeah, yeah it's still in there I was like okay cool what was his excuse that I forgot to say this in the first part of the story he says I've got a mouse a mouse phobia <laughs> everyone's got a mouse phobia it's not <laughs> no one likes them no one likes mice yeah <laughs> pretty much how I feel it's how say feels Everyone feels the same way about mice. It's not a new thing that it's exclusive to you. They're just not not very nice to touch or look at. So then Zaya goes out to the kitchen and then what happens? So I was like, right, I'm sorting myself out, put my hair up, got some comfy clothes on, so I was ready. (laughs) (laughs) And then I, like, opened the door so quick and then, oh, my God, out plopped this little mouse and it was, it was, half flat like a piece of paper and then half of its body was out like normal and I was like oh Christ (laughs) oh Christ it's dead (laughs) and then but all of a sudden it like plopped to the floor at this and then scurried away underneath the washing machine so fast that was (laughs) oh I was like oh my god it's gone under the washing machine bear in mind throughout this whole thing Charlie was like round the corner in my room poking his head out the door and he was like what's going on what's happened what's happened was I was there (laughs) doing it so he's slammed the door on this poor mouse smushed it in half it's got a head then it's flat then it's got a tail and he's in the background squealing and screaming (laughs) so what's going on what's going on just watch <laughs> and then uh eventually miles comes home because I, i'm not strong enough to move the washing machine it was like wedged in there miles came home and he i was like miles i need you to help us get like this washing machine out so um he helped us and we got it out and then obviously the mass had gone by then but I'm just worried about <laughs> it <laughs> oh my god and this was so funny when we had to put the washing machine back it was it was so heavy we couldn't put it back in Obviously, Charlie goes to the gym, so he's jacked up. And um, he was like, right, I'll put the washing machine back. So me and Miles stood back and we were watching him. Oh, it's so funny. He was like <laughs> grunting, 
moaning, like making all of these noises, pushing this washing machine back in. (laughs) 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 We're watching from a back like, what? (laughs) Just push it in, bro. (laughs) Oh my God. And when when we got the washing machine out, like it hadn't been cleaned in obviously years and there was just all shit on top of this washing machine. So um, me and Miles were like, oh, whilst it's out, let's just give it a clean and then it's just like nice and fresh. And um, Charlie was like, why are you cleaning it? Like, it's it's so dirty already. Like, just, just leave, leave it. it. And uh, we were like, what is that mentality? <laughs> it's so dirty. Just don't clean it. You know what? I used I used to have that mentality with towels, like they're self cleaning, because they only get they only touch soapy clean water, so they can only get cleaner and cleaner and cleaner. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, I think um, we learned that it's important to get it right the first time. So this brings me to <laughs> this comes full circle to why we've done this episode about finding a housemate and how it is a little bit like going on a first date and that sort of thing. So. We've had a few questions from listeners that I've asked on Instagram and I thought we could go through them together and um, answer them. Some of them are very controversial. So let's start with the most controversial. Would you ever choose a housemate based on looks? I mean, yeah, you do it, don't you? Like you can't. You can't not. And we're housemate hunting at the moment. And I've got to say it's the most shallow thing ever, but I'm going through (laughs) spare room. For those playing at home in Australia, I don't know if you have a spare room, but it's where you find your new housemates. And instantly, if if someone's fugly, I'm like, listen, I've got to spend a lot of time looking at you. We're together for <laughs> most of the time. And if they're good looking, they're more likely to have good looking friends. Yes. <laughs> so true. And you always, I look in their picture quite often. And if they've got pics with mates and that, I'm like, okay, he's not a loner. He's going to have, he's going to have friends of his own. He's going to have his own life and that sort of thing. And potentially I could, um, yeah, you could set me up with some of your hot mates. So. Yeah. It's so shallow, but you just do like. Okay. So what are some red flags across both housemates that you're interviewing and potential dates? So you just get a vibe straight away. Like, you know, when you meet someone, and they're like a potential housemate, you know if they're going to be. You really do. I think you know if they suit the vibe of the house and that sort of thing. And we had a housemate come in once and he came in and the ad said social house in Hoxton. The guy comes in and has the audacity to be like, yeah, so pretty much I just want you to leave me the fuck alone, ignore me, and I'm just going to stay in my room and keep to myself. I'm like, bro, why would you even come and view the house? This is another interesting one. Would you ever kiss your housemate? Um. This is one I'm well versed in. I think I've kissed every housemate I've ever had. Yeah, you're bad for this. <laughs> Including <So bad>. you. <laughs> oh, 100%. If, if I had a little kiss, <laughs> a little pissed kiss. Um, but, yeah, kissing your housemate, I think a few people would probably agree with me out there. Get in touch with me if this is you. But over lockdown, you don't have a lot of contact with other people. There was... <laughs> So <laughs> over lockdown, I lived with a few different people and um, there was one point when we all just got a bit drunk and decided to play spin the bottle. There's only four of us living here. We all know that we're all going to be kissing each other. And then it just ended up with everyone feeling each other's boobs. So, yeah. So I don't know. Would you ever kiss your housemates out apart from me? <laughs> I'd say no, but. You'd say in theory, no. It's the worst thing you can possibly do it to, for your own yeah. <laughs> Working can possibly do for your own living situation, but I think when you spend so much time with people, you see their 
their dark side and you see their weird side and all that sort of thing. It's very easy to fall into that trap. So um, <laughs> in speaking of falling into traps, let's talk about some of the grossest things that housemates do. So you shout at me all the time for cutting my toenails. Yeah, because it's You're yucky. Like, Go onto the balcony. Go outside. <laughs> Even Molly files her nails in my room. I'm like, the dust's going everywhere. Like that's your dust. Like that's you being filed onto the floor. It's not a vibe. What's another gross things that housemates do? I think when you go to the bathroom and there's a nice curly pube left on the toilet seat for you. That's I was just that- about to say that. One something that Charlie used to do a lot was when he shaved, just leave hairs everywhere like little short hairs and honestly they were like up the walls up into the corners by the ceiling I'm like how the hell are they getting up there another gross thing that housemates do oh another th- gross thing housemates do is leave dishes and I am shocking for this just my yeah, one job bad. my one job that I fucking hate is doing the dishes I'll cook I'll vacuum I'll do anything else I hate doing the dishes and I'm shocking for that but do you know what used to really piss me off what Charlie did was if I'm doing the dishes he'd just slide a little fork in the side just (laughs) slide into my sink dms and just plop it in oh thanks for that I'm like bro (laughs) so the last question we've got is funny stuff that your boyfriend or a date does that (laughs) housemates also do so one day Matthew asked me Mads, is there anything that you've been doing your whole life that you thought was normal and it's actually not normal? So (laughs) what did Matthew say? He said, I've been ripping open those little sachets of oats and just pouring the water straight in there and then into the bowl. And he's like, I get so frustrated because I can never get all of the oats out of the little bag because the water makes them stick inside the bag. And I'm like, Matthew, why don't you just tip the oats out into the bowl first and then fill it up with water? And the look on his face when he realised that he could get every oat out of that little sachet was honestly like nothing I've ever seen before. It reminded me of a story as well when he said that, that my my friend Chris told me. So he was living in a share house and one of the girls he was living with was like, guys, why is the bathroom floor always so wet? He's like, yeah, I noticed that too. Like every time I have a shower, you know, the bathroom floor always just gets so, so wet. And like we've got a shower curtain and everything. She's like, show me what you do when you get in the shower. (laughs) Gets in the shower, turns it on, and he's left the curtain outside the bath. (laughs) She's like, is that what you do every time you shower? He's like, yeah, I put the shower curtain, I, you know, roll it across so it covers the shower and then I have my shower and the floor gets all wet. She's like, you realise the shower curtain is supposed to go inside the bath so the water doesn't just run straight onto the floor and flood the bathroom he's like but then it would touch me and it feels yucky and she's like bro <laughs> the bathroom is flooding because you're flooding it <laughs> i was like there's just some things out there and you like think you're living your life normally but you're actually doing a really shit job of it so if there's if anyone's got any stories out there like that i'd love to hear them because they honestly rock my world they rock my socks off <laughs> Well, Zaya, that is all the questions we've had about housemates slash dating. And thank you for coming on the show. And I hope I'll see you soon. Thank you for having me. I'll see you soon. Love you so much. Bye. Love you so much. I love you, bye.
Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed my chat with both the lovely Zaya and the lovely Gemma. Please let me know on my Instagram. It's at madsworld.mp3. If you've got any stories of your own or any discussions that you'd like us to have here on the podcast, any topic suggestions, I want to hear it all. If you've got any bad feedback, please be gentle. Um, so, yeah, um, see you next week. Love and elbow taps. Peace. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.